Hello. I'm so glad you came in for a chat. I hope you are comfortable. I can't wait to catch you up on my big news. You may remember from episode two of my podcast, I talked to a gentleman who had a porta potty story. When I shared that story, I could never have imagined where it was going to take me. Well, we met up so I could hear the complete story from him. I'll get to how that happened in a moment. First, let me refresh your memory of the tale. I need to warn you that this was recorded in a restaurant and there is a bit of background noise. Sorry about that, folks, but we all know life's a little messy and inconvenient to our own needs and plans. My name is Brian Langley. I own a restaurant called the Union River Lobster Pot in downtown Ellsworth, Maine. Last I saw was, was the news piece. You got this thing shown up at your driveway and you went on Facebook and all of a sudden the, the news is showing up. And well, so. this was uh, quite a bit of fun, you know. Uh, and what I've learned since is that I think there are regional descriptions for what we call a porta potty. I think I read in your. Or, or maybe in, on your podcast, listening to it, a Porta John and yeah. those kind of things. So, uh, and and I think what was so funny for me, um, having this show up in my in my parking lot, it just kind of made me chuckle because they are a coveted piece of equipment in Maine. Really? Oh, yes. Uh, especially over the past couple of years, as so many people to escape uh, the pandemic and COVID, if they've had a camp. Um, they landed on it earlier than they normally would. So we, lots of people came that were have second homes and camps uh-huh. and just stayed throughout the duration. Well, as it, as it turned out, uh, a lot of camps have a sort of limited plumbing and on the coast. You know, I mean, some of these camps were over 100 years old. And so um, last summer, there was a shortage of porta potties. People couldn't find them to rent to bring out to their camp. I can't even imagine a shortage of porta potties. Uh, like, like <laughs> of all the short, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It goes with the toilet paper shortage. Not only That's do you right. have the shortage of what you use, but you got where you go. Let's talk about <laughs> supply chain issues, yeah. right? You know. So uh, this shows up in, in my driveway now, but. Um, so uh, we were closed for the season, and uh, and so it it just showed up, and and I thought, well, it might be because I looked like some tree crews were going to be coming in to uh, working for the, the the power company to cut away trees from power lines. So that's a, and so I thought they were going to be maybe be on my street for a couple of days, and so I stopped them one morning, uh, maybe the, the second morning when I saw them there, I thought, oh, mystery solved. You know the mystery of the appearing porta potty. So I go out and talk to these two guys, and they just give me this uh, deer in the headlight look. Well, no, no, you know our company would never do this for us. <laughs> so I said, well, uh, you're welcome to use it. It's on my property, and then we'll have, well, we'll do that. So, um, so I posted on on Facebook, uh, mostly just for fun, that kind of lighten up. Um, uh, the mood for people, you know, was struggling a little bit with the pandemic every day. Well, then, you know, it just kind of broke loose and everybody had to put their two cents in. And so I think, um, and then I got um, one of, you know, the things where I posted, like a, a local news reporter was, um, you know, on my friend's page. And so when she saw that, she called me up and 
and said, oh my God, can, can I do an article about this? Um, because it's hilarious. So th that was the, you know, the article. Um, and then that's, I think, where you must have picked it up on a feed. Yes. You know, coming out of Maine. a good time to pause and share how Brian and I came to be in the same place at the same time. After posting my episode, I had people asking what happened to the porta potty, but I didn't have an answer. I decided I needed to investigate. After doing a Google search, I came up empty. However, I'm not a quitter. I decided to contact Brian directly. I told him about finding his story in the news and including it in my podcast. I asked for a follow-up to the tale and then crossed my fingers. I had no idea when or even if he would see my message. I settled my mind to wait for days or weeks for a response. The universe, however, was kind to me because I had to wait merely a few hours. He wrote back that he had listened to the podcast and would be glad to talk to me. Which coincidence would have it? His son lived in my home state of Michigan not only that, but Brian was flying in the next week to visit his son. Brian asked if I would like to meet up for coffee. I was ecstatic by the offer. Clearly, the planets were aligned or, or some kind of thing. After checking maps and finding a good midway point, we settled on the Panera and Novi. I was equally excited and nervous about this meeting. Nervous mainly because I had ankle surgery a few months ago. This resulted in months of pain and, more importantly, very limited mobility. I'm still using a cane off and on right now to get around. For this meeting, I would be driving about an hour each way in the car by myself. I hadn't spent more than maybe 20 minutes in a vehicle since September. But this was a great excuse to push myself, because my recovery was improving every day. It was time for such a leap. I was grateful that I left early in case there was a problem with traffic or something, because there was a something. I arrived at our meeting place to discover that the dining room of Panera was closed. I didn't know the area very well, and I needed a nearby location fast. Brian was showing up soon. I explained my problem and my requirements. They couldn't have been kinder. She suggested using the Coney Island at the other end of the strip mall. I hobbled down to investigate and was very relieved to find a perfect solution to my problem. Brian didn't even bat an eyelash at being texted at the last minute change. A side note, the Coney Island's potato soup really was a winter soup dream. So if you find yourself in the area on a weekend when they usually serve it, I can recommend it. So after a nice long get to know you introduction... We finally got around to the porta potty story. I was very curious to know how it ended. I'm sure you are too. So let's get back to the interview. So, um, you know, it's it's been really, really funny. People have stopped me in the store and asked me if I if I learned who uh, the porta potty belonged to. And uh, uh, I guess it's the moral of the story is you just never know what the reach is and how far it is. But a few days. <laughs> A few days later, uh, well, I even, you know, I said that they're coveted items. 
I was getting um, personal messages from people who had camps and said, look, you know, if you don't want that, we'll come get it tomorrow. If you want, if you want that gone, we, we couldn't get one last summer at camp. So uh, it was pretty funny. Um, and then... You're um, the most popular man in Maine. Well, it, uh, it, uh, it, it generated a lot of fun. And, and then it just as quickly as it came, it was gone. And I never saw the truck come. And, uh, you know, a few days later, I think um, it, um, it, as quickly as it appeared, it disappeared. And so... So it just, one day you came home and it's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. No... No letter, no phone call, no nothing. It's just, no, nope. it, it arrived and then it just disappeared. It, it disappeared, yeah. Maybe it was the TARDIS. It, that's what I was thinking for a while. <laughs> uh, I would have loved to have gone on, gone on a venture on the TARDIS. So. Maybe the, uh, yeah, yeah. the doctor was in town yeah. and having so. a main adventure. <laughs> and there you have it. It just showed up with no explanation and disappeared with that one. Not the ending you were hoping for? It wasn't the one I was, if I'm being honest. I felt a little disappointed. I didn't get the sense of closure that I'd been looking for. But any glum feelings I was entertaining were quickly erased when I was treated to a new and completely enchanting story. This one about therapy ducks. Yep, you heard me. I'll let Brian tell you about it in his own words. You know, we've been on in this spot for, you know, 27 years and so people kind of know us in town and you know uh, so you know, a couple of years ago we ran some stories about you know therapy ducks you know ducks that you know, in the pandemic uh, they adopted oh. my my customers okay this is now going off in a whole new t- therapy ducks therapy ducks so please explain what is sure. the so I'm right on therapy the, ducks i'm right on the banks of the historic union river in uh, ellsworth maine um and uh, as everyone's aware, COVID landed on top of people, and it really crushed the hospitality industry. But uh, I have all this uh, about 320 feet on the bank of the river, and in previous years, I'd mostly served on a deck and inside the restaurant. But uh, with uh, all the social distancing and six-foot separations and all the things that landed on top of restaurants, uh, you know, extensive cleaning and sanitizing and all that, so we moved completely outdoors. Um, and serve people out there. Well, every year there's a family of mallards that are born on the river, uh, but they generally don't have lots of people sitting out there. So in the summer of 2020, uh, this little family of ducks started crawling up, coming up on the banks and going up to the tables where people were sitting. And, uh, and then we would feed them french fries. We made homemade french fries, so people would feed them them. Well, the, uh, about midway through the summer, uh, a, a woman approaches me, comes up to me as she's leaving with her family, and she said, you know, we've been driving all day, my kids were just wound up, and they loved your ducks. It was just like therapy. And I went, well, that's it. I'm going to call them therapy ducks. So my t-shirt's made up for my staff. Uh, therapy ducks, uh, they keep you from quacking up. And, um, oh, my gosh. And... Uh, and, and and it was amazing, you know, these creatures um, would come and just, five of them would just sit, squat, just look up at a table, they never really harassed them, and, but the calming effect that it had on people um, was nothing short of miraculous, and, and it just switched their whole mood, they were all wound up when they got there, COVID, nobody knew the rules, 
right? Do you wear a mask, not wear a mask? And then, you know, this was on the front end of all of this. And then, you know, that people changed their workflow in one door, out another door. So all of the regular conventions of going out to eat were gone. You know, we had gone from sit down only to take out only. So our regular customers like, how do we do this? So out of nowhere comes this set of ducks that kind of take over for the summer. And uh, they just uh, wear nothing short of miraculous. So it's a lot of fun. Not long after concluding the recording, it was time for Brian and I to go our separate ways. I still can't thank Brian enough for taking time out of a family visit to meet with a complete stranger and share of himself. And he really shared his genuine self. Brian not only has a restaurant, but works in vocational education as well, even teaching culinary arts to high school students. He has served as a Maine state representative and senator. He is also a loving husband, father, and grandfather. What became very clear to me in my couple of hours with him was how much Brian cares about his community and people in general. He has a talent for making strangers feel like friends. I will always be grateful for the experience he gave me. Maine couldn't ask for a better ambassador. Do you have any stories of unexpected adventures? Unplanned twists and turns that ended up being so much more than you expected? I would love to hear them. Please share them on my Jackie Lens Author Facebook page. I will include the link in the podcast description. As always, dear listener, thank you for joining me. If you're enjoying the podcast, remember you can follow on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. They come out every other Thursday. I would be delighted if you left a review. I hope you will come back for our next episode when I interview a real-life hypnotist.